ready to begin. What year is this? The year is 2020, and this is Beyond Sin. Welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, episode something, 229. Live show today. We are doing it live. There's already some people in the chat room here, of course, if you're listening to this show later on on SoundCloud or Spotify or Stitcher or iTunes. There's no one in the chat, but uh, I want to say hi to Cree80s and Chris Hahn and Retro Serenade and Zebinestorm. How's it going? So look, I got myself one of them uh, little uh, MIDI controllers. I got myself a Korg Nano Control 2, which is exactly the device that I wanted. It's got eight faders, and each fader has a mute button, and a solo button, and a record button, and they've also got little knobs uh, above each fader. And all I needed, again, was I just needed some faders so I could turn my music up and down in the background. And a few of these buttons I can program to uh, trigger my effects. And that's it. So we did it. Although, like always, there's always a problem. So now... I finally figured out how to get it where I could program it and actually get the lights to work on it. But (laughs) the DJ software, it conflicts with the DJ software. So the second I turn the DJ software on, it wants to automatically use the nano control for itself. And I can't disable it. Like if I go into the menu where the controllers are and I say don't use this controller, the second I leave that menu it reverts back to wanting to use the nano control again. And so as long as the DJ controller takes over, the lights don't work anymore for logic. But look, I don't want to bore you with all this stuff, okay? That's just what's going on over here, man. There's always a problem to solve, always a problem to be had, and that's life. But look, today we got a bunch of awesome music to listen to. Uh, we'll try and do a call-in show if someone wants to call in. It might not work, but uh, who gives a fuck? And since I feel like it's been a few weeks since we did a live show, I'm going to um, have two artists on artists uh, features today. Yeah, man. But look, let's listen to some music now and get this show started. So I would like to listen to this awesome track from Mitch Murder, a rare kind of uh, dark kind of Mitch Murder track. But this popped up in my playlist the other day and I was like, holy shit, we got to listen to Mitch Murder and we got to do it now. All right. Of course, that would mean I also have to find where the fucking button is to play it. <laughs> I'm not a good DJ. Uh, hi, Samantha. Is that Dav from Canada? Ooh, Kulf. Kulf von Apfschaft. All right, look. Let's listen to some uh, fucking music, and we're going to do the do, all right? This is Mitch Murder with the track of Below.
that was Mitch Murder. Oh, it's still fading out. There we go. All right. We're back. Look at this. I'm using one of my faders right now to turn this background music up. Ooh. Well, the lights aren't working on it. Fuck sakes. I'm so excited, too. I got the damn lights working. The lights were working, all right? I promise you. It's not one of my best promises, but it's a promise, and I promise you that my lights were working. Uh, I'm talking about my Nano Control 2, made by the Korg Company. Korg. So, I still have to look at the computer to see what's muted and not muted. I was hoping that these things would light up so I could just look down there and be all like, Ooh, I'm a fucking DJ. <laughs> Turns out I'm just a piece of shit. Uh, who's in the chat room here? Retro Serenade. He asked me, uh, do you still bug him to be on the show? Do I still bug Mitch Murder to be on the show? I haven't lately. I do from time to time. It's a fun thing to do, because, uh, he won't ever do it. Uh, Focused says, just what I needed tonight. Yeah, that's right. I'm just, I'm just reading now. This is, this is good radio. This is me reading, and I hope you like it. Bindstorm says, that was music to my ears. Yes, that is typically what music is. Shaded LP. Hey, buddy. Rage Crow. I just came by to say congrats on your passport, Andy. I still think it's not yours. And now off to sleep. Yes, that is correct. If you follow me on Instagram, this is sort of anticlimactic. I thought I would, like, announce it in a fun way, but then I just had one of them uh, five-hour energy drinks, which I've never had before, because I thought maybe that would allow me to focus today, because I'm trying to edit a bunch of videos. And then it just got me in this wacky mood where I'm like, the postman came and delivered the thing, and I'm like, ooh, I'll fucking take a picture of it, so... There you go, guys. I got it. Tyler Durden says, I'm stuck doing late night laundry. So thanks, Andy. Well, thank you for being a cool guy. You're all cool guys. Except for, uh... <laughs> I'm going to single somebody out. <laughs> well, I guess the ladies, because the cool ladies are ladies, right? Samantha and Athena, if you guys are still listening. Is there any other ladies out there? Call von Apfelsaft. That sounds like a lady's name. See you in L.A. Yeah, my ass, buddy. See, that's the thing. Okay, we, we just recorded a family show, and I cried laughing, and I almost want to fast-track it just so you can hear it, because, like, there's this part where I cried, and it was so stupid. But basically, what I say in that show, because they didn't know I got my passport yet, and I was being coy that I had filled out the papers. Everyone is always saying, like, hey, Andy, get your passport, and then you can come to England. I'm like... Yeah, I got the passport, but I also don't have a spare thousand dollars to, <laughs> to visit. Like, so I have this thing. I've got the document, but, you know, traveling is expensive. So let's listen to this. This is Heartbeat Hero, and uh, it's a cool little track called The Hero of Neon City. Doesn't get any more fucking synthwave than that.
Heartbeat Hero. Heart. Nice Canadian heart for you. Uh, with the track, The Hero of Neon City. Anyway, who's here, man? Ben K- Do you say your last name Chaos? K-A-O-S? Is that Chaos or Chaos? Let me know, man. I like to know how to say people's names. Athena, I've forgotten how to say yours already, and I feel like we just did this last week. Flieger, right? Eddie Perry says, congrats, Andy. Come visit California. All right, send me $1,000. And I will, uh... <laughs> Adam, Adam, I'm here for you, Andy. Hey, buddy, how's it going? Adam Hardman is a old-school chum of mine from decades long past. I was asking this on the show, I think, a few weeks ago. Or I was saying my prediction that, you know, uh, Cyberpunk was going to get delayed so that there would be, like, an HD-enhanced version on, like, the PS5 and stuff. And then they just announced that Xbox, what they're trying to do to sort of win back the fucking gamers, whatever version of Cyberpunk you buy... I mean, if you buy the Xbox One, then when the new Xbox Series X comes out, you can just upgrade to the better version for free. And that is a pretty cool thing. But then again, that's Xbox, right? I'm a PlayStation guy, so Xbox might have to do a few more things to fucking win me over, but it is supposed to be the most powerful of the next generation systems, and I do like that idea of buying a game and upgrading. So maybe PlayStation 5 better just fucking steal that idea, because they should. Vieras Marius. Hey, Andy, first time catching your live show. Playing some No Man's Sky and rocking out to good tunes. Hey, man, well, I hope you enjoy the show. I haven't played No Man's Sky since all those updates. I sort of, I did own it for a while after the first round of updates when people said it wasn't as bad as when it first launched, but I haven't played it since then. I, I understand they made quite a few improvements. Anyway, Alberto Mendoza. Hey, Andy. Hey, Faint Waves Music. Hey, Honeybeard, who has both Twitch in his phone and on his Xbox, and they are at different times. Call me out, Andy, so I know which one is the most recent. Do you want me to do, like, a thing where you can ping back and forth between the the Xbox and the phone? Honey, honey, beard, beard. One, two. Is it Dave from Canada or Dav from Canada? Says, man, I haven't played video games in so long. Watching me play games is like watching a cat try to fly a kite. That sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> That's something I'd like to see, man. How about this? Let's listen to one more track, then we'll do one of our Artist on Artist segments... And then I'm going to try and do a call-in test for whoever wants to fucking try. Okay, this guy got in contact with me, and I guess they made, like, uh, if, if the story is true, they had this album that they made, and it's very uh, new wave from the actual 80s, and then I guess they reformed, like, decades later. But this was a track that was from the, the original album, Apparently made in the 80s and then remastered in, like, 2000 or something. And uh, and this is a fun track, and it's, like, a super sort of new way we... New way we... New way one that I think you guys will dig. Uh, they're called Sid Luscious in the Pants. And I think you'll, uh, you'll dig this. This track is called Lifestyle Magazine Lifestyle. <laughs>
So that was uh, Sid Luscious in the pants. Now, the only reason why, again, I, I know I sounded like I was being hesitant about their story. I say like, oh, apparently it was made in the early 80s because, you know, sometimes there's some people who create a certain story with their music, right? Like there's um, there's several artists I know right now that like, you know, their bio is, ooh, an album that was dug up in someone's garage from 1980, but they just made it like last year and they made it sound like it was old. I think this guy's legitimate. I think it is actually old stuff, but well, let's just say I'm uh, I'm cautious. But you know, hey, Sid Luscious in the pants. Let me know. Are you lying? <laughs> Are you a liar, Sid Luscious? What about the pants? Someone's got to give me the fucking scoop. But yeah, so I don't know, man. It's possible that uh, it's for real. And if that's the case, that's pretty cool. It sounded authentic to me, but it almost sounded too good. Right? Because a lot of times when people like, oh, you know, me and my bandmates, you know, we recorded a four track in our garage. And then I don't know what voice I'm doing. And then you uh, you listen to it and it sounds like crap because they recorded it in the 80s themselves. So it's like when it sounds like that, I'm like, shit, OK, this was in an actual studio. And then if they recorded it in an actual studio, why didn't it get released? Did it get shelved by the company? 
Was there a deal where the guy who who was like championing their music got fired, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Listen, we're shelving your album, Sid Luscious, so you can take your pants and fuck off." the The point is. If you guys need something to watch, the reason why I'm doing live shows over the next few weeks is so I can finish editing all the conversations I had at Outland. Still debating what I'm going to do with one of them, because <laughs> unfortunately, it might not be the right time to release that one. But uh, all the other ones should be fine. And you should go to the Beyond Synth YouTube page and uh, check him out because I'm hopefully going to be releasing hopefully a new video every three or four days and work my way through. So I just released the Mecha Mako one. The next one's probably going to be JP from Lamatos because he was visiting. It was a complete surprise. And who else did I chat with? Well, maybe I'll just leave it the surprise. Um, but I did chat with a bunch of the artists who are performing and a bunch of people who were just there. So I think there's like five more that have to come out. So go check out the Beyond Synth YouTube page and subscribe to it if you aren't subscribed already. And there's something else you can do. If you are listening to this show on Twitch, because I know some of my listeners are on Twitch right now. If you're an Amazon Prime member... You can uh, subscribe and you get a free one. So I think like cause if you subscribe on Twitch, I still don't really understand how Twitch works, but I guess like you give like 250 or something and then that's a subscription. But if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get one free sub a month. And that's just free money. That's just sitting around. So if, if that's the case, if you're an Amazon Prime member, go ahead and uh, just sub the Beyond Synth Twitch page. And I think if a thousand people do that after three years, I'll get a check for $14. So look, watch out for snakes. Wanted to share some love uh, for another artist in the scene. And so I thought what we'd do first is listen to a Watch Out for Snakes track. And then we're going to hear him talk about somebody he really likes in the scene this is all about sharing the sharing the love spreading the love spreading the legs all right this is what (laughs) this is watch out for snakes uh this track is called this ain't no cut scene
that was Watch Out for Snakes with the track This Ain't No Cutscene. Look, while we're here, let me remind you. I got a piece of paper here. That Honeybeard is uh, playing a show in Toronto March the 6th with User and Melodica and Exile, all right? And that's happening uh, just down the street from me. So I'm going to go, and uh, we'll have a good time on March the 6th. So if you're in Toronto and want to go see a music show, go see that one. Go fuck yourself. Go see that one. Uh, Footy PJs, hi. It's a Buchelman, one of the twins, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. I feel like we haven't heard from you in a while. Didn't I say that last time? And Best Korea is in the chat. Yeah, I see. when I see Best Korea Baby, I didn't clue in that you're Best Korea the band. Because that's such a common... Turn of phrase Uh, We played a Best Korea track a few weeks ago, right? Wasn't that one of uh, Julian's picks? That was a good song, man I dug it I like things Shane Yates says Hi, Andy Good luck, Andy Well, good luck to you, Shane Yates A.K.A. Alpha Risk Mr. I don't want to come on your show, man I'm too cool I'm just going to sit here in Australia And make music Let it be known to everyone listening That he was invited on the show by me but you don't hear an Alpha Risk episode, do you? Because Shane Yates is just sitting around. I'm too good for this shit. We just listened to uh, Watch Out for Snakes with the track This Ain't No Cutscene. And now I'm going to play you for our Artists on Artists segment. This is Watch Out for Snakes. And he wants to recommend an artist to you, which will be no stranger to the scene. But uh, that's what this is all about, man. This is about sharing the love. So here's Watch Out for Snakes. Hey everybody, Matt Baum here. I'm an artist based here in Atlanta, Georgia that performs Chipwave as Watch Out for Snakes. I've been experimenting with minimal synth sounds over multiple projects dating back to 2003, but really only started supplementing my chiptune instrumentation with retrowave sounds and getting involved with the scene about four or five years ago. While I've always loved sitting down and writing new tracks, the real reason I make music is so that I can perform it live in a setting where I really feel like I'm making a connection with the crowd. I started out playing guitar in the hardcore scene, and I've pretty much kept that same no-holds-barred, total throwdown approach since then. Headbanging, getting down in the crowd, shoving around a bit, slinging the guitar around, which is why I really appreciate it when I come across another artist that brings a similar energy to their performance. Gregorio Franco is definitely one of those artists, and it's why he's my Beyond Synth artist-on-artist pick. If you're familiar with Gregorio's work, you'll know that he uses his metal background to take things darker and harder than other dark synth artists, and that energy extends into his live performance as well. His hooded onstage persona mirrors his sound. He's brooding, malevolent, and he frenetically storms around the stage, hitting himself and headbanging. Basically acts as like a herald to this force that he refers to in his album liner notes as the Void. What I love about him is that he brings this energy that's all his own, and it's entirely captivating. He's one of the few dark synth guys I've run into that doesn't wear a mask on stage, and as an audience member, I really value getting to see a full range of emotion play out across his face as he's performing and moving around. That's way better than a fancy light show in my book. The track I picked, Mortis, is from Gregorio Franco's newest album, The Scourge. And while it's not necessarily his hardest-hitting track, it stands out for me because it's melodically beautiful. No matter how many times I listen to it, I can't get enough. Even after hearing his set every night on tour together, I'd still feel compelled to stop whatever I was doing as soon as I heard the opening bars of Mortis and make my way to the front of the stage just so I could headbang along with him and help him worship the void. Enjoy listening to Mortis. Make sure to check out the rest of Gregorio Franco's catalog on Bandcamp. And if you have the opportunity to catch him live at some point, don't sleep on it. 
He has several shows lined up in 2020 already, with more to come, I'm sure. A huge thank you to Andy for inviting me to talk your ear off about Gregorio Franco. And if you love Retrowave and want to support the scene, make sure to get out and support the synthwave artists in your local scene that are playing shows and bringing that energy and passion to their performances. That's where you'll find artists like Gregorio Franco and artists like Watch Out for Snakes. Enjoy!
Ooh. It is done, right? I don't want to... <laughs> I want to come in here and all of a sudden there's some final like... Dun, dun, dun. Uh, look, that was Gregorio Franco with the track Mortis. And that was a pick from Watch Out for Snakes for our Artists on Artists segment. He had very nice things to say about Gregorio Franco. And that's what I like, man. I like that uh, supportive atmosphere. Now, I don't know if this is going to work. I'm going to put a link in the description right now, okay? And if you click on it and you have Chrome or Firefox, you can call in. I got all the time in the world. Here, while we wait, the guy who, uh, the, the Konami code creator has died. Did you hear this? The guy who created the, con- con- do you say Konami or Konami? The video game company, you know, the classic code that was in the Konami games. He's uh, passed away. I know, I'm just reminded, you know, we're listening to Watch Out for Snakes. He's got kind of those chiptune sounds in there, and it reminded me of video games, and I thought, well, that's sad. Now, what else has happened recently, man? It was Twin Peaks Day a few days ago. February 24th. Know what I mean? Quade. Is that how you say your name in the chat room? Quade. Quade. Peter Whitmore. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was Twin Peaks D. Uh, Twin Peaks D. <laughs> Twin Peaks Day. February 24th. So the show premiered in April of 1990, but I think Cooper says that the date is February the 24th, and so that's what uh, people refer to as Twin Peaks Day. And then they were asking people what their favorite Twin Peaks moment was. Quaid says, like, Doug Quaid. What's the matter, Mr. Quaid, having a paranoid episode? So I was trying to think about that, too, because I'm like, what the hell is my favorite Twin Peaks memory? Like, I was just thinking about that, and I think what it is... I'm trying to think of those scenes that really just fucking stood with me of being like, whoa, like that was fucking weird. So I think, I think honestly, one of my favorite parts at the beginning of season two, you know, after uh, Cooper gets shot and then at the start of season two, he's laying on the floor of his hotel room and he's bleeding like his shirt's covered in blood. And then that old man comes in who like works at the hotel and then the old man doesn't react to the fact that Cooper's on the floor bleeding and that scene goes on for so long and it is so funny like I love that scene it makes me laugh so hard every time I watch it and then the old guy just keeps giving him like this shaky thumbs up and then like you know Cooper's trying to get him to like get help and stuff but he just won't like he's just sitting there and he keeps talking and then there's these big long shots where they just film the old guy and it's like That might be my favorite scene in Twin Peaks. I love that scene. And also, for creepiness, I think it was out of the episode before they revealed who the killer was, it's Laura Palmer's dad. And remember there's that thing where where Laura Palmer's cousin comes to visit and is played by the same actress except she has black hair? And then there's this scene where Cooper is at the bar. I think Julie Cruz is, like, singing a song. And then all of a sudden the tall man or the fireman as he's called now, just appears on the stage, the giant. That's all Cooper sees, and, like, all the music kind of, like, fades to be this sort of echo, and then and then the, the giant just keeps on going, like, it's happening again. And then while he says that, Laura Palmer's dad is, like, killing the cousin, and then he just keeps going, it's happening again. Like, that whole scene, I love that scene, because it's just so fucking weird and really creepy, but awesome. So, yeah, so those are my favorite Twin Peaks fucking moments. While you guys think of your favorite fucking Twin Peaks moment, I should probably load a song in, right? Well, this is another one that's kind of got sort of video game vibes, and uh, in honor of... uh, Shit, I probably should have known. What the fuck is his name? Hold on. Why am I doing this? It's going to be a Japanese name I can't pronounce. You know what? I'm not even going to look it up, because... 
I will just embarrass myself. It turns out the guy's name was like fucking Craig Stevens. <laughs> but then even then I pronounce it wrong. Like <laughs> Craig. Well, I guess some people do say Craig, don't they? Don't British people pronounce it Craig? Nobody cares. Okay. So look, let's listen to this song. Uh, this one's pretty cool. It's called Take the Metro, and it's by Zircon. And if you like cool songs, you're going to like this one because it's a cool song. All right? So this <laughs> this is Zircon with Take the Metro.
Yeah, that was Zircon with Take the Metro. That's a cool track. I like that. Now look, click on that link. Call in. Who am I talking to right now? Uh, This is Ray from uh, Best Korea. How's it going, Ray? It's going well, Andy. How are you? Hey, man, I'm all right. So it's working. That's cool. This is exciting. Yeah, look at this. Now you can do call-ins. So what's going on, Ray? Where are you from? We are from Bozeman, Montana, in the middle of uh, nowhere. Bozeman? Yeah, it's it's a little like, I guess, I think there's like 30,000 people here. It's a big ski town in Montana. Do you like to ski? I do a little bit. Not as much as I used to. You know, you run out of time when you get old. So what does the name Best Korea mean? So Best Korea, we were... So there's two of us in Best Korea. I'm half of Best Korea. The other half is in uh, India with his girlfriend right now. But we were previously in this band called Sigmund. And uh, we had a drummer who was dating this girl and would frequently like uh, go on trips to see her because it was a long distance thing. When people asked us to play shows, we'd have to say no. And uh, Dakota and I were both big uh, Synthwave Outrun fans, so we decided to just start doing like these little gigs on the side. And uh, when we were trying to figure out a name, we came up with Best Korea based off of the meme, and uh, people liked it. And uh, once our drummer decided to move and go to seminary, the name just kind of stuck, and uh, that's where we are. What is seminary? Yeah, uh, to become a pastor. What? Yeah, he decided he wanted to become a pastor. Now he's an exercise science person, so what? I guess it didn't, <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> okay. But yeah, he moved to Lincoln, Nebraska, so he traded one middle-of-nowhere town for another middle-of-nowhere town. Now he drums in a prog rock band, and we make synthwave. Well, that's cool. Oh, there I go. Fuck. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get a new thing to say after people talk besides, that's cool. <laughs> I, I say that's fair all the time, so I get it. That's fair. Maybe I should say that. That's fair. Yeah, it's, you know, that's cool. It's fair. It's like a way to agree with someone without, you know. I feel like that's fair is less of an agreement than that's cool. And here I'm about to say that's fair. I mean, I guess you're like conceding the point, right? (laughs) Well, it's like when you say that's fair, it's like you still are hesitant to give it up fully to that person, right? If you say that's cool, that's like, hey, man, that's cool. It's like, hey, man, that's that's cool. But like when you say that's fair, it's like, yeah, that's fair. Like you've made a reasonable argument. I'm not changing my mind, but what you've said (laughs) is fair. That's the way I read it. Uh, that's That makes sense. I guess for me, it's a little both, but that's a great way to look at it, too. Yeah, I look at a lot of things in great ways. <laughs> that's my uh, my patented thing I do. That's cool. So where should people go to listen to the music of Best Korea? We played a track of yours uh, the other day. Do you guys have, like, an album out, or was that a single? So that's a single. We released a single a little over a year ago before that. It's called Iron Lung. And that's how Jules found us. Um, He heard it and uh, was like super into it. And over that year, things got a little hectic. We had to take a break. Um, So now we're trying to wrap up the album that we've had written for the better part of two years. So we did uh, Imagine the Echo, which is the one that Jules played on your show. And I think we're shooting for April. We're going to release another one uh, called The Crucible, which is uh, titled after the uh, Arthur Miller play, um, which is about uh, Salem Witches, which was in turn a, uh, um, what's the word, an allegory for like McCarthyism. 
And so we just, yeah, Title of the Crucible have these like weird clips from uh, this PSA video from the 80s about the satanic panic. Um, we're hoping it's pretty cool. Speaking of crucibles, you ever watch those videos where they like make molten metal and like melt stuff? Yeah, sometimes. I find those really awesome. I'm just saying that because they have to melt the metal inside a crucible or they, uh, there's these videos I watch where this guy fucking makes molten salt and then like shoots it into stuff and then it explodes. You know, like if you take like molten salt and pour it inside like a... What does molten salt even look like? It looks like molten anything else. Huh. All right. All right. Now I have to check that out. I'm going to go on that uh, rabbit hole. Yeah, no, molten salt just looks like glowing liquid. Like once anything's molten, it's pretty. it looks the same. It's like glowing orange goo. And then the thing is, when he molten's the salt, and then he'll, like, drill a hole in a watermelon and then, like, pour the molten salt in, then the watermelon just fucking explodes. Huh. That sounds actually pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So write a song about that, man. Okay, okay. About uh, watermelons exploding. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. None of this fucking allegory for McCarthyism business here. I want to hear about fucking watermelons blowing up, and I want to hear about it now. Honestly, we we use this as an excuse to just, you know, throw some clips about Satanism into a song, but, uh, you know, I have to keep this kosher for my mom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she doesn't like Satan? Yeah, surprise. My dad's a pastor, so they're really, like, anti-fucking Satan. So, I mean, like, not too many people are pro-Satan, are they? That's true. I mean, nobody's like, yeah, uh, well, I guess Satanists are, right? Wait, so is it is it, like, super religious in that zone? No, so I actually grew up in New Jersey, pretty close to the guys from Neon Arcadia, and uh, my dad, were, you know, as a pastor, got the offer to go do that in Montana, and, uh, you know, my brothers and I were kids, and so they were like, oh, you know, in the middle of nowhere, it's a good place to raise kids away from the city, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like middle America, or I guess Western, kind of, but, you know, just pretty conservative in that area. Sure. I don't know if they're as, like, religiously conservative as my parents, but... Well, I'll tell you one thing, though. We're a place where we're not very conservative... Uh, is is right here on Beyond Synth where we never conserve the awesome music. We share it with everybody, right? Because uh, I'm segueing to play some music and I yeah, did yeah. a poor little job. No, no. <laughs> Play that music, man. So I want to listen to a tune right now, man. Uh, we've been chatting with Ray. Maybe we'll chat with Ray for a few more minutes uh, when we come back from this track. It's by Palm Lakes. And uh, it's called Falling in Love Again.
That was Palm Lakes with Falling in Love Again. And uh, that's a cool track, man. And look, I'm here right now with Ray from Best Korea, but we're about to say goodbye to him. Yes. He called in because he wanted to tell me how much he loves Satan. (laughs) Now he's done that, so essentially we're done, right? Yeah, sorry, Mom. Um, Guess it's out now. Yeah. (laughs) If there's one thing I love, it's Satan. So look, you make uh, cool music, so keep on making some. What? Where should people go? Is there? You got like a website? Uh, We don't have like an official website yet, but if you want to listen to our stuff, we're on pretty much everything: SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever DistroKid uploads to. So probably title and shit. And keep your eyes peeled for the new song in April featuring stuff about Satan. Cool, I look forward to that. But I'll tell you why. Only because I love Satan. That's the thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only reason. You know, when people aren't looking, I like smear red paint all over my face and like just say weird names and dance around us. I don't know what they do. (laughs) I'm trying to pretend I know something. That's fair. Your your family must love that, right? Well, yeah. Well, my wife doesn't because I'm always using her makeup, right? Like (laughs) I take like her red lipstick and I just like smear it all over my face and just like cackle. And then she's like, you fucking wasted my shit. And I'm like, Satan. (laughs) That's it. I wish I had more to say about this. Well, you know, hey, the couple that does Satan together is a couple that stays together, I'm assuming. <laughs> I mean... I wish. Well, look, man, it was uh, it was fun to meet you, Ray. Yeah, it was good to talk to you, too, Andy. I'll stick around for the rest of the stream. Yeah, man. Well, you have a lovely night, and everyone go check out uh, Best Korea, man. It was uh, good talking to you. Yeah, take care, guys, and I'm going to hang up. Well, there he goes. There goes Best Korea, Ray. So thanks for, uh, see, it works. Look at that. Look at that, you bunch of dorks. Hey, there is uh, A-S-C-I-I-V-O. How do you say your name, dude? I'm just looking at the chat right now. But the point is that we're all having a great time. Hey, Primo's in the chat. She says, hi, nerd. I say, hi, Primo. Uh, and Mega Hit's here. What time? Mega Hit morning. So look, how about this? Uh, let's listen to this track. Now, this is kind of a cinematic one, all right? It's a little bit of a builder, all right? So at first, you'll be like, what's going on, Andy? Because it sort of starts out kind of all cinematic, but then it builds, all right? So just trust me on this one. Uh, it's it's good. It's by uh, it's by an outfit called... An outfit? Fuck me. It's by an outfit called uh, Natural Phonograph... It's called Prisoner Escape Destination Off-World. And, oh, someone just messaged me? Hold on. <laughs> you think I'm uh, too big to fucking check my messages while this show is going? I'm not. Who's messaging me? Mike Mendoza, who's next? We should promote our new show. Yeah, man, idiot. Come on the show. Uh, we'll do a we'll do a segment in a little bit. All right. All right. So look, uh, let's listen to the, blah, let's listen to this track now, man. This is a natural phonograph with Prisoner Escape Destination Off World.
Yeah, that was Natural Phonograph with the track Prisoner Escape, Destination, Off World. And uh, here's what we're going to do now. We're going to chat with uh, Mike Mendoza. Hold on here. Hey, are you there? I'm here on the line, and I got to say that the quarterback is toast. Are you excited? I'm getting this working today, man. It's working. I think once you get the technological hurdles out of the way, your mind doesn't mm-hmm. have to worry about them. And I think I'm happy that you're at that place. You know, love. Just love. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for the love. And now that you're here, we have a we have a thing to talk about, right? Is that... Yeah. We doing some cross-promotion? Bindstorm says, hoo-ha! I say, Bindstorm! <laughs> they turn the table. Yeah, so we're here right now with uh, with uh, Mike Mendoza, aka Modern Knight, formerly Hoo-Ha. Now merely Modern Knight, that's right. And uh, that's the most important thing, right? And uh, what is, uh, what's on the docket, old friend? The docket is, I'm actually going to be on a plane tomorrow night. I'm going to go to New York City. Why? Family stuff. My girlfriend, uh, her... Ooh, girlfriend! Her, <laughs> her brother is uh, doing a birthday, a 40th. <laughs> He's doing it. I think he did it like two months ago. Mm. But they're, they're all just getting together and they're like doing siblings hanging out. So I got a few days to hang out. So if any of you creeps are in New York City, I got some time <laughs> to go get a beer. I <laughs> just... Uh, hopefully smoke some weed I don't have any access to weed Look at you, eh? I'm so cool, guys I fucking get high no, I'm literally saying how cool I'm not Because I can't get weed I'm going back to my hometown And I don't have any connections anymore That's lame You're playing it cool It's like that thing Oh, I'm so not cool But just the mere fact that you smoke dope makes you cool Says the guy who posted a picture of his uh, amazing achievement passport and says what did i find this thing in the couch cushions oh did i find this behind the refrigerator hey man shut the hell up mr too cool for school we all got a little part to play everyone likes when we play our parts that's what being synthwave celebrities is being about I wanted to see how long I could ice you for that. <laughs> Listen, we do have something in the docket. Uh, we got to clock it, electroshock it. It's a new show. Nice. It's a podcast that we're doing together. It's a co-production, Beyond Synth Retro Promenade. It's called This Month, That Year. And if you want to tell the fans what it is, because in the podcast, you definitely do it better than I do. <laughs> That's right, Mike. Okay, so what we're... Funny episode. It's yeah. a super funny episode. Yeah, we actually had a really good laugh in that. So basically, what we're doing, Mike and I are going to be doing a co-production podcast. Fuck. <laughs> hey, if any of oh. you assholes are in the area... <laughs> Stop on by. We're going to give you a free drink. Anyway, you're like, anyway, fucking polled cast. All right, so it's called This Month, That Year, and it's sort of a, I mean, it, the intention is that it's an educational podcast. I mean, episode one wasn't very educational. Listen, but the, no, the whole point is that it's educational for us to begin with. So we have to, like, absorb a lot of information and then sort of curate what we think we want to talk about that's interesting out of everything. Remember, because we did have, like, a pre-production meeting for about 45 an hour just kind of like going over the facts so like we do learn ourselves and uh i'm not sure if we make it interesting for everybody else but it is a very funny podcast 
I'm, I'm sure the the zero listeners will uh, <laughs> let us know. So basically, the point is, every episode we're tackling a month and a year. So episode one was May 1987, right? That's right. And basically, we just sort of pick facts from that month, and we, the ones that we find interesting anyways, and we talk about them. Now, since it is Mike and I, we go off on so many tangents that I don't think we covered any actual information, and then there was a lot of shit no, that we just we, didn't we covered, know. We covered, like... We covered the wrong no. month at some point. I know that. <laughs> no, we actually did cover, like, May 87. I just think we didn't get to everything. And I feel like there's totally an, uh, an opportunity for a mini-sode. Fans, what do you think about that? Applause well, no, in the chat room. Mini-sodes. Yeah, yeah. You know that thing you haven't heard before? You want more of it? I'm just... I, I just... I want the idea of, like... Because it's, it's one a month. That's, like, the basic idea, right? Just one a month. Or are we doing this every two weeks? Have we still not decided? I thought it would be a good weekly podcast. I think, honestly, like, what weekly? we recorded that day... For all the bullshit that you tell me that you can't do, you're trying to add a new weekly thing to your schedule? Because you're the one producing this. That's right. I am producing it. So... One a week. All right. Get to work. <laughs> I didn't know that that's what you had in mind. Uh, what do, what do the fans want? They want one a week. We should let them know. It's not like a... It's not beyond synth-length podcast. It's about 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. And uh, so we did the first episode. It's not up yet. I'm assuming we're going to bank some before we start releasing them? Um, no, I, I want to start doing uh, my retro party. I'm retooling the whole thing to be a morning show. And I want to do it at like 9 in the morning or 10 in the morning. Because I think there are so many of these retro nerds who are at work and they're always like, Hey, oh, I'm sneaking I'm sneaking off. I'm, or like, I'm at my job and they think I'm doing Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> no one who listens to these shows have a voice that's that classy. <laughs> the guy you're doing right now is a fucking classy guy. He does not listen to Synthwave Podcast. No, I think, let's see, Faintwave says, One a week for that length or a couple of months. At least a couple of months. That's what I was saying. Fine. Fucking bi-weekly then. But in the interim, do you want to do a new episode or should we do a mini-sode where we can do it? No, we'll do a new episode. We aim for fucking... Okay, now we're having... Insider baseball. (laughs) A production meeting. All right. Hey, guess what? By the way, uh, all you synth fans, who likes that spring training baseball is back? Iced. We're going to listen to another song. Yeah. <laughs> Consider yourself iced. I had a dream that my mama. I had a dream that my mom bought a Nintendo VHS. <laughs> Do you call your mom mama? I don't know. I I, I just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never talked to her, man. I'm just too busy getting high. She told me that like all these kids these days at, at Christmas, and the one of them was running around with his little like Nintendo Switch, his Game Boy Switch. And I was like, Ma, they haven't made a Game Boy in years. Like, in my mind, in my subconscious dream mind, she's so behind. She's like typical parent who doesn't know what a Pokemon is. And in my Christmas dream, I found her remains of opening Christmas presents. And one of the boxes was a Nintendo VHS. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Ma. Wait, what the? Hold on, hold on. What the hell did you just say? In your dream... You saw her remains? Yeah, no, her remains. Like her Christmas wrapping stuff. Like she opened her oh, presents. Okay, I thought you were just like, no, she's not dead. She opened her Christmas present and then she floated into the kitchen. And then, like, I saw all their wrapping and stuff in one of the boxes. It said Nintendo VHS and it had all the, like, the logo and the color stuff. 
And I was like, oh my. And I woke up and I was like, wow, that's what I really think of my mom. Like, she's like just this pure dumb dumb who doesn't know nothing about Nintendos. I mean, I wouldn't judge an old person on not knowing things about Nintendo. So listen to this week, that month, next Tuesday in the morning. <laughs> the idea was if it's going to be a 30 to 40 minute podcast, we can bang out one a week. They're so easy to listen to. I'll bang you once a week. Uh, <laughs> Hey, when's that new family episode supposed to come out? It's gonna. I'm, I think I might fast track it just to fucking because that moment is so funny. I've listened to the audio of that several times. There are two big moments where that happens, dude. Where I started crying, <laughs> I like I've listened to that a few times and it makes me laugh every time. It's like it's so dumb. But look, we gotta listen to more music. All right, yeah, man. So. Should I just hang up on you? No, are we done with the plug? What are we doing? Yeah, let's keep going. All right, okay. Well, I'll play a song, and then we'll come back, and we'll uh, chat a bit more with uh, with Michael Mendoza. Is your name Michael? Yeah. Weird. All right, look. We got to listen to this track now. This is Axel Drive. All right? And I think you're going to dig this one, because it's a fucking uh, cool thing. This is uh, Axel Drive with the track The Mist.
That was Axel Drive with the track The Mist. And that is a cool track. And right now, we're still chatting with Mike, a.k.a. Modern Knight. The top 1% of pod racists earn as much illegal gambling revenue as the bottom 90% of pod racers. Hey, man, this show it just got way too political, all right? I'm shutting this off. And guess what? Most of the betting takes place with loaded dice. Was there betting? I don't really remember what happened around the pod race. Was there illegal gambling surrounding the pod race? Did we see any of it? I mean, I know, like, I know Qui-Gon put money on the race. Or no, he wanted... Yeah, there, there's all this talk about uh, how Watto, like, bets with the huts and, like... There's all this subtext. That's why I think a pod racing movie should be fucking real. Because there's all this drama that can take place outside of just the races. Plus, there could be cool races. <laughs> Let's do like a Fast and the Furious style movie where the effects are super cool. And there's a focus on like the team, the family. I think though the thing was like with pod racing, that whole sequence is so long anyways. You know what I mean? Like, I've had enough pod racing. Like, that scene is literally, like, 15 minutes long of the whole race. It's 11 minutes. It's 11 minutes. I went to Best Buy the year it came out, and I uh, I sat down in the chairs, you know, in the big speaker room, and you can, like, mm. adjust which speakers you're listening to. <laughs> and then I set my watch. <laughs> you turn the big speakers up. And uh, I used to do it all the time. I used to do it after high school. I used to go to Best Buy and just nerd out by myself in high school. Listen to the pod racer scene. How you doing, Andy? What's going on, brother? I'm great. I do have things to plug. All right. Well, plug them now because I'm going to hang up on you. Well, I hate the way you say that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you're a real son of a bitch, so that's fun. Hey, man, I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. I know you do. That's what creepy guys say because they're talking about the chick's ass. In no, this case, I'm talking about yours. I don't believe you. That's not right. You ever watch Face Off? That's what fucking John Travolta says to uh, Nicolas Cage's wife. What's her name? She's got the the short the shortage hair, right? Eve. Because it rhymes. Because he's like, uh, Eve, I hate to watch you go, but I love to watch you leave. Yeah, what's her name? You mean what's the actress's name? Like the real life? Oh, I can't think of it. She looks like Leslie Mann in my mind. Oh, what is her name? God damn it. Will you do it? Uh, okay, so I am running a compilation. It's called <laughs> Sewer Skaters. Okay, I'll do it. It's uh, 19, 1990 is when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out, and March 30th was when it came out. So, March 30th, I'm releasing a compilation that uh, the submissions are still open if you want to join. I see you in there, Faint Waves. I saw him in the Discord. He was like, I'm not working on nothing new. So, Faint Waves, I need you to join the compilation. I need all you guys to join the compilation. Joan Allen. Joan Allen! It's Joan Allen! That's right. Thank you, Internet Movie Database. Word on the street is that Lucasette has a track on the Sewer Skaters compilation coming out. Vocals? Maybe? I'm going to say <laughs> vocals? No. Unless you, <laughs> yeah. you want to tease the idea that there might be but then you're just going to disappoint people when i do want to tease the idea that there might be okay well good luck with that <laughs> okay but we do have at least a part of lucaset totally on board for this and it sounds exactly <laughs> like the movie so that's what i'm inspired i'm inspiring you weirdos <laughs> why i chose that word <laughs> to make your own music that's inspired by the john dupre score of the first movie or second movie look the bottom line is you're doing a uh ninja turtles themed compilation oh, how sure. do people submit songs to you you can find it you can submit <laughs> at submissions 
at retropromenade.com. What are you watching? Um, there's like uh, uh, morning show bloopers. We watch a lot of morning show content. Is <laughs> it fucking Al Roker fucking uh, up his lines? Oh, that's a good idea. I want to watch Al Roker bloopers. I know you do. This Tuesday, I'm going to be launching uh, Retro Party in the morning. So you, you should be there in the morning. Cup of coffee, some buttered toast. You like butter toast? It's fine. What's your favorite kind of bread? Do you like English muffins? Do you like a bagel? Uh, honestly, just plain bread. Like brown bread. Brown bread? I usually put peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a healthy boy. Does that it mean like wheat? It doesn't actually matter, it turns out. Do they call it brown bread in Canada? Yeah, brown and white bread. White bread, oh, brown hey, bread. Oh, hey, sure, you want your brown bread there. <laughs> I don't know. Is that half Irish? Yes. <laughs> That's what Canada is. <laughs> half Canada, half Arctic, half... Um, French half Irish. All taste. Do you bake a bread in a coffee can? Yeah, no, that's why all the bread in Canada is shaped like a cylinder. Are you serious? Is this a real thing? Right, because all the processed meat is also in a circle shape, right? So the bread up here is in a circle shape to match the shape of the processed meat. I think you went too far into theorizing. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it's just because meat is also in a cylinder. Why not? Why have fucking round meat in a square hole? Happy Thanksgiving! You want your fucking canned meat cylinder? <laughs> Well, we got a brand name up here. It's called Schmeet. Is that a joke? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. So, t- <laughs> so go to Retro Promenade on Twitch, follow the fucking account, and then you'll see when it goes live on Tuesday morning. I'm going to do a whole morning thing. I'm going to turn everything mm. into a, a better, fun, co- funner context than staying up till goddamn two in the morning and drinking beers and acting like a fool. I'm also going to be giving away these um, lenticular Star Wars Valentines that I found at Star at uh, Walmart for twenty-four cents. Nice. How many dollars is that Canadian? Like eight dollars? Probably. Don't make me do math. I just looked up Joan Allen. That's all I want to do. <laughs> Joan Allen. But look. Goodbye, Andy. <laughs> you got to go now, Andy. I got to go, man. Shut up. Oh, sorry, dude. All right, man. Well, listen. He's too cool. You're too cool. You got to go fucking smoke a fat reefer with your fucking pals. <laughs> Andy, you used to be a stoner. You don't have to act like you don't know what the terms are. You never told your friends, hey, let's smoke a fat reefer. Actually, if you were Canadian, you might. Hey, bros. Hey there, friend. Do you want to go get like a pack of 24 Timbits and smoke a big reefer? Cinnamon sugar. We got to go fucking burn some grass, man. And then like we'd all get in this guy's van and eat some schmeat. Hey, you want to get in this guy's van and play his Nintendo VHS? Yeah, because we, <laughs> when I was young, I grew up in your dream. <laughs> that was what <laughs> All right, listen, really I gotta go. Weird. I gotta go. I gotta go. All right, man. It was good talking to you. Uh-huh, I flipped it on you. I don't really have to go anywhere. Well, I am hanging up on you. Oh. So, look, that was Mike Mendoza. All right, everybody. Go uh, check out Retro Promenade uh, Facebook. And uh, if you want to submit a track to his uh, Ninja Turtles compilation he's uh, making on there, that's where you do it. Don't ask me for information. Ask him because I won't tell you. I got a lot of things going on this year. My octopus fingers are slimy. What? Say goodbye. I don't like that thing. Uh, (laughs) I don't like what you just said. So just say goodbye. No. (laughs) Error. Okay, I'm hanging up on you. All right, look, that was uh, Mike Mendoza, a.k.a. uh, Colonel Schmeet. Go check out uh, the things he's doing. And don't forget that we have an upcoming podcast, so that's going to be cool. So look. Um, I have another artist on artist segment. Uh, this one is from Glenn Maine. He didn't really have too much to say. 
he just uh, had an artist that he liked, and he, well, he didn't really big himself up too much. I tell the people when we do the artist on artist segment that you can uh, talk about yourself for a while, and then talk about the artist that you want to feature. And Glenn didn't really talk about himself. He just said, "I want you to play this guy." But we're gonna listen to a Glenn Main track first to uh, get this thing rolling. All right. So this is Glenn Main. This is a track called "Lily Was Here," and it is featuring. July sax. If you want some uh, some sweet sax sound, because that's what you're gonna fucking get. All right, this is Glenn Main with Lily was here featuring July sax. <laughs>
right, and that was Glenn Main with the track Lily Was Here featuring July Sax. And July Sax is a international saxophone playing lady who, I mean, that's what it said on the website, just said international saxophone player, so I don't know if that's like she's just flying around on planes delivering saxophone to people, but uh, that's a nice one. If you like saxophones, do you like saxophones? I don't know who I'm talking to here. I'm talking to you guys in the chat. Look, we've been having a fun show here, but we're going to wind down. We played a Glenn Main track, and the reason why we did that is because Glenn Main wanted to uh, talk about an artist that uh, he likes, and uh, and that's what we're going to do. And then we'll listen to that, and then maybe we'll uh, then we'll wind the thing down, man. Oh, yeah, I had a question here. I don't know if this is a good idea or not. I've talked about this before, but I find digital clutter to be really annoying as much as real clutter, like real garbage. Do you need to keep emails for any reason? Like, I know sometimes you can, like, archive them, but is it ever important? Because I kind of just want to just erase everything. Like, just start fresh. But I don't know if, like, a few years from now, someone's going to be like ask me to pull up an email that I was supposed to have saved. You know, like how your taxes, how you're supposed to keep them for like seven or ten years or whatever. Because if you get audited, you have to like still have your shit on hand. But I don't think, has, has there ever been a reason to keep an email? Unless just like someone said like something shitty to you in an email and you like use it for proof later on to be like, I told you he was an asshole. Here's the email. Uh, in the chat here, we got Skaters25 says, Sup, Andy. Hey, Skaters25. And Lucas Pierkel. Good morning from the Czech Republic. Well, hey, Czech Republic. Uh, we're about to wind the show down. That's what's happening right now. We're winding down. That's why we're relaxing. So uh, we're going to do uh, our second artist on artist thing uh, right at the end of the show today. It's kind of weird timing, but whatever. Uh, this is Glenn Main, and he wants to tell you a little bit about an artist that he likes, and then we're going to listen to uh, one of their tracks. So uh, take it away, Mr. Glenn Main. Hi there. My name is Glenn Main, and I'm a synthwave artist from Norway. And if you want to hear more about my story and my music, you can tune into And This Beyond Synth episode number 217. But... I'm not here to talk about myself now. I'm here to introduce you to an artist that I was introduced to in Beyond Synth episode 216. And that is Johan Beckström from Sweden. He makes such great music. It's, uh, I think it's the best music I heard in many, many, many years. So Johan Beckström, you should follow him on Spotify or anywhere you can follow him. He's a great, great artist. And here is one of his great, great tracks. Enjoy!
that was Yuan Beckstrom with the track Starlight. Glenn didn't actually uh, pick a track. He said, you pick a track. I'm like, all right, fine. So that's why I just sort of started playing the song. Uh, yeah, that was Starlights by you, uh, Yuan Beckstrom. And if you uh, like that, you should go check out the conversation I had with Yuan from last season. Because that was a good show. I really like the sound of that guy's music. I love that old style synth pop. Very reminiscent of the uh, the instrumentation of like early Depeche Mode and stuff like that. And I dig it. It's nice and clean sounding. Uh, makes me put smile on my face. It makes me puts a smile on my face, all right? So look, uh, thanks for tuning into the show. We're going to do a few more live Beyond Synths over the next uh, few weeks, okay? Because I really, I'm using this opportunity to edit uh, the Outland interviews. Those were uh, last year. The uh, I did a bunch of interviews with some of the artists who were playing and also uh, some artists who were just visiting the city. And uh, there's two episodes up. Two episodes. There's a short interview, video interviews that are up right now on the Beyond Synth YouTube channel. So that's uh, my chat with Von Kaiser and my chat with Mecha Mako that was just posted. Uh, there should be about five more, five or six more videos and and I really want to finish editing them over the next few weeks. It'll it'll be a huge relief because, you know, I've been stressed with all this clutter and it stresses me out. Just like when I open up my email and it's just like, you've got like 1000 emails. I'm just like, fuck, wouldn't it be awesome if it was just zero? But as far as projects are concerned, I really want to get them out and uh, to you guys to watch. So uh, we'll be doing live shows. So stay tuned to... Um, you know, if, if you're not already subscribed to Beyond Synth on Twitch, um, I suggest you do so because you'll be notified when I go live. And now that we've tested the call-in function today and it worked, um, we'll probably be doing more uh, call-ins in the upcoming shows. And uh, yeah, and we've got a, we've got some fun ones too that I've recorded, so there will be that as well for you. Lots of things going on, man. Lots of things, lots of irons in the fire over here at Beyond Synth. So look, you guys have a lovely few days or whatever and keep on being cool tune in next time to Beyond Synth the best synthwave chat show there is if you are listening to this on Twitch don't forget to subscribe especially if you're a Twitch Prime member because you get one free subscription a month or a sub as they're called so do it up and uh, and that's all I have to say thanks for listening and I'll talk to you guys next time bye bye thanks for If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth, or you can donate directly on beyondsynth.com. Beyond Synth can be found on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. And remember to like and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time... Until next time.